Hey love, you're listening to the Luxury of Self-Care podcast. I'm your host, Anastasia. Each week, I'm recharging you with tips and engaging conversations, reminding us that finding luxury in our lives begins with taking care of the most important thing, Y-O-U. It takes persistence and spunk to be successful, but instead of living to work, let's work to live. You up for it? My answer is a clangorous, vociferous yes. All right, everyone, gird your loins. Ready to party. And for one moment, you get this amazing gift. Just keep swimming, just keep swimming. What, like it's hard? If it wasn't hard, everyone would do it. The hard is what makes it great. So I sometimes I think you just kind of have to take a step back because even when I'm like, Oh, we're in lockdown. It's snowy. It's cold. It's gross. I haven't seen the sunshine in how long. I'm literally in, I live abroad in Europe. It's a gorgeous winter wonderland outside. Like I have to change my perception to see that. You can't always stay positive. You can't always, you have to like let yourself have the feels when you're like, no, I just want to be irritated about this right now. But being able to change your perception a little bit, I think is super duper important. Hello, 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 and happy Monday, my love. Welcome back to the luxury of self-care. I hope this week finds you well and in a positive place. We had all that snow in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, where I am from these past weeks, months. It just seems like it's never been ending, and now the sun has been out. It's melting the snow, but... It has just been out and like positive vibing. I found myself walking so much these past few days, just like getting that blood moving, getting that body moving, doing my Wim Hof breath work. Again, I've mentioned him before. If you still haven't looked him up, definitely look look him up. He's incredible and you will learn so much from him. Sadly, I have to admit, I didn't know who he was until my fiance Douglas told me who he was because he read his book and he's obsessed with him. But I think anyone that can go up to the top of Mount Everest in basically no clothing is definitely someone worth looking up and understanding. So we are so excited to have Stevie Lauren on the show today. If you are someone that has maybe moved across the world ever in your life, or if you're someone who thinks about what that would be like to transition into that, or if you're someone that in the middle of pandemic just picked up and moved, you're going to realize that this is definitely an episode that you're going to connect to. What's really exciting about Stevie is she's a girl from Texas and she moved out to Berlin, Germany. Her boyfriend at the time proposed to her and asked her to move out there with him. They explored all of 2019, then 2020 rolled around and yeah, pandemic. So if you're wondering what pandemic was like, maybe in a different country or for those listeners who are listening to me, love you from overseas. It's so exciting when y'all reach out, but this might be more of a connector for you because it's someone in the European countries or for my Aussie friends, someone that's just not an American in living in the States that you're listening to here on the podcast. So what's really exciting as you hear about all the trials and tribulations that Stevie has about like being an American stuck in a new country where you don't know the language and what was it like during pandemic and the, and the differences. Stevie also got her yoga certification while she was over there. So she's super, super 
wonderful and inspirational in that regard. She does a lot of retreat yourselves at home activities. If you check on her Instagram page, which you'll love, she has all these activities that you can do a retreat at home. So whether you were in quarantine at one point, you're still in quarantine, or you're not really feeling like going out to some of the gyms or your yoga studios yet, she's got a whole kit for you to do right at home. Full on, full fledged, getting you in a good positive mindset. If you have never been to the luxury of self-care before, welcome. If you're a friend of Stevie's, super excited to have you here. If you like the show, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. That way, every time a new episode is launched, it will be right in your inbox, ready for you to listen. If you really love what you're hearing and could do me one little tiny favor, it'll take you five seconds. Hop on over to Apple Podcasts. Leave me a five-star rating if you could, please. And if you have an extra moment, go ahead and write a review. Say this was your favorite episode or share what your favorite episode was, maybe topic ideas if you'd like to be a guest. If you know a guest that might be great for this show, send them my way. Also reach out to me on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Romanoff Duchess, the Princess Anastasia. So that is the opening number to Universal's Anastasia. I talk about that all the time, but yeah, pop in, slide into my DMs. I'm telling you, I answer everything. And if you don't want to write anything and you feel more comfortable shooting me a voice memo because you're a gal on the go like I am, I love voice memos. I love connecting with people through that. That is exactly how I met today's guest, Stevie Lauren. So let's welcome her to the show. I cannot wait for you to hear her story. Well, I'm so excited to have you. Welcome to the show, Stevie. Thank you. I love that it was kind of at all these different meetings happening through social media and whatnot. So it's been really exciting getting to know people that I don't know personally and just being able to bring them onto the platform. Absolutely. I found your Instagram page because I was making Christmas cards and I was going to do a Christmas card that had a yoga girl doing bow pose. And I was going to do a package with a bow on it next to it. That's so, so I was looking at, I was looking at hashtag bow pose and I saw you in bow pose and I was like, oh, that's so perfect. I'll just kind of go off of this. You'll have to show me the result. So you did that for your, all your Christmas stuff. I didn't even know this. Yeah, I made a little Christmas card. Um, yeah, so I'll have to, <laughs> I'll have to share way. that with you. Please do. So you can be like, oh, wow, that was inspired by my bow pose. Uh, yes. One of my favorites. One of the most frustrating poses, but also one of my favorites because it takes so much focus and balance and acceptance Absolutely. and alignment and like all the good words we love to use as teachers. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And how long have you specifically, like, give me the whole rundown. Like, let's go all the way back. How did Stevie get involved with yoga itself? What has been your personal journey becoming an instructor? Um, Okay, yeah. I guess I've been practicing for about 10 years, but off and on. Like, it was just always something that it's kind of like when life is good, you do yoga. And when life is not good, you do yoga. Like, okay, of all the changes that are in my life, yoga is like my one constant that doesn't change. So yeah, I started practicing about 10 years ago and um, I've been a hairdresser for 18 years and I um, would get my salon girls, like I own salons and I would get my salon girls to go to classes with me and stuff like that. So I was just kind of always 
um, what do you, how do you call this? I was just always wanting to like create space for women, right? Like in in a salon, in a yoga class, stuff like this. But um, I moved to Berlin two years ago, closed my salon, moved to Berlin. And it's like, oh my gosh, I've, all I've ever done is hair. Like, what am I going to do? I'm going to move across the world. What am I going to do when I get there? And so I, I decided um, everyone kept saying, what are you going to do? Like, uh, I don't know. I guess I should learn German and maybe I'll get my yoga teacher certification. Yeah. Um, I, I have not learned German, Okay, but I did get certified. Yeah. (laughs) No. Um, but I did get certified to teach yoga. I went to training in France actually, uh, October of 2019. Yeah. So I'm so glad I didn't wait because I wouldn't have been able to go. Sure. Well, what brought you over? What brought you to Berlin in the first place? Um, My husband. um, So he was my boyfriend at the time. He got a job here and was like, I want to take this job and you got to go with me. Like, marry me and let's go to Berlin. (laughs) So how was that transition? I have a girlfriend of mine who was a rocket and was on the cruise ship with me as one of our dancers. And she had moved to Berlin with her partner as well. Um, her wow. husband as well. And, you know, it's just like, it's very interesting hearing like, what is that transition like? And where were you coming from? And what are some of the biggest shifts that you've noticed? Yeah. Um, it's a huge difference. I'm from Texas mm-hmm. and love your accent, by the way. <laughs> I'm like, do I still have it? Yes. I yes. Still have it. <laughs> so It's so endearing. Every time you send me a voice memo on, on Instagram, on a DM, I'm like, oh my God, I just love her. <laughs> <laughs> How funny. Um, yeah, it's very different. I mean, I've traveled a lot. Um, my husband and I traveled a lot. So it's not like I've never left Texas. And mm-hmm. I, I'm familiar with um, cities. I've been to New York several times. The first time I ever went to New York, I was like, I'm going to move here. Yes. I'm going to I'm gonna learn how to do extensions. And I'm going to be like the extension girl in New York. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> But so I, so I'm okay in the city, but Berlin is just, it's an interesting city. And then it's all the way across the world. And our thought was it's in the heart of Europe and we wanted to travel around Europe. So we were like, Mm. yeah, we're down, let's go. And I mean, we did get some traveling in before we really weren't able to anymore, but it's been good. It's been good to, um, yeah, just get to explore this. Uh, I was basically grew up in like a small town in Texas. Um, that's where I had my salons. Um, it's a kind of a town where everyone knows you. Mm-hmm. And there is a part of me that was like, I just don't want to be the girl who never really left, you know, like it's sure. fine to, it's fine to have that. But I was like, I just want to go and see and do and experience all the things. Um, so it was important to me to like move big at some point in my life. Well, you know, everything's bigger in Texas. So you had to do something big. (laughs) Exactly. Right. (laughs) But I do feel like, I do feel like with that scenario too, like speaking of hair, I mean, come on, what is so, what is so funny and interesting to me is you got, you know, your LA kind of style yogi instructor, which isn't necessarily, it's more of like a fitness journey as opposed to like the original like Sanskrit and like Buddha and you know what it was intended originally it's become more of a a fitness it's we've um westernized it 
and thinking about it. But for me, I'm thinking about you with hair. And I was like, so most, you know, you, you go to LA and you like look good to go to a yoga class. And then you also have yoga instructors who are like total hippies and like, you know, use all natural everything and have dreads. Like there's this, these two kind of extremes. And I'm thinking of you as this like hairdresser in Texas. Like how has that been being like, okay, now I'm a Zen yogi, but like, I still like to do my hair. Like, <laughs> Actually, this is like the most natural hair I've had in in years, and that's it looks so, so ironic. healthy. But it's so ironic. I had, you know, colored hair for twenty years, yeah. and because I worked in a salon, and then now I live in a city where anything goes. I mean, anything goes. You could do anything to your hair, and no one bats an eye. And now I'm like, eh. It's natural. Yeah. <laughs> the most natural, longest my hair's ever been. Um, but I think it is just because I'm not constantly in a salon and I see all different things like, oh, that looks so good. I need to try that on my hair. Sure. Or, I want to use this other stuff or I'll be the guinea pig. I totally know what you mean with that too. Cause I think everyone had this general idea that you know, I'm planning my wedding and I feel like everyone thinks that I had this whole like a book underneath my bed for years that I could flip through and truly 100, 1000% am not. But now that I am researching stuff now, everything on my explore page and all this stuff, like everything's being thrown at me, all the ads on my, you know, on my internet, everything is like, check yeah, out this trending check out that, check out this, check out that, yeah. So when you're, you're, when you're exposed to it, you definitely are involved more in that regard. What would you say as far as moving to a new location, though, has like been maybe the one of the most like difficult transitions just because of the fact that maybe you don't speak the language that's the main land language, maybe? Uh, it's definitely, there, there's definitely a language barrier for sure. We yeah. have um, quite a few expat friends. We have some Aussie friends. We have um, some other friends that are from the States. And I'm like, did we literally move here and not get German friends? <laughs> uh, we have one couple that's a, that, uh, this German couple that we just love so much. They're our friends. And when we're around them, we're like, so how do you say? Like, they try to help us. Oh, good. Um, yeah. Yeah. They try to help us. Um, but yeah, I would say the language barrier is definitely a, a thing. <laughs> and I took German classes when I first got here sure. and it was like, I mean, I was going for, you know, three hours a day and, um, like my brain just, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> I think being there is going to be the most helpful for you too, to be able to adapt it just slowly. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, I mean, I'm grateful for Google Translate mm -hmm. and <laughs> I mean, basically I can order coffee and I can order food and I know how to, I know what labels say at the grocery store and sure. that's, you know, that's good. It's functional. <laughs> it's functional. Yeah. Yeah. I know how to say that I'm here for a doctor's appointment, but after that, it's, you're like, okay, now I'm in the room. Do you speak English? Yeah, exactly. I'm like, uh, do you have a nurse that does? <laughs> yeah, well, and I think that's a big thing, though. I think there's a lot of people that are exploring and looking into whether it's traveling or not. Like maybe, I don't know if you feel like this, but do you ever feel like you're like constantly an outsider? And I don't mean to say that in, you know, a pushy way, but or do you feel like possibly you're almost always viewed as a tourist, even though you actually live there? 
probably, especially because you even said it about my voice. I don't know that it sounds like this. Right. I think I just. And you so they're like probably yeah. like, they're probably like, where is she from? <laughs> <laughs> um, my last, my, my last name is German. So I think it throws them off though, mm-hmm. when they, um, like, I, especially at the doctor, they call me and then I'm like telling them that I don't speak very good German. They're like, put your last name. And I'm like, no, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Tricked ya. It's totally, yeah. <laughs> my, I come from German descent. I'm fourth generation and my family's from Garmisch. Okay. I don't so even know closer to like Switzerland. So more like oh, closer okay. to the Alps. Yeah. But I just, I've never been to Germany. It's like one place that I haven't had the pleasure of going to yet, but I definitely am very intrigued by it. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. My, I, I came here with my husband for his interview and that was my first time abroad. And then he got the job and it was like, okay, I guess we're moving there. Like, I hope you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's hard. It's hard to leave friends. I've, I was just doing, a, especially given the pandemic, I was doing a Zoom with my sister-in-law for a baby shower. And, you know, it's just like very interesting to look at them. And they're in, they're in Amsterdam, so they're, you know, in, they've been traveling so much. They've been living there for a little over, I want to say over two years now. But I think being Americans living or born and raised Americans, let me rephrase, and moving to a new country, it can be kind of a culture shock. I think one thing that I love about Europeans is that culturally speaking, they're able to travel to so many different cultures very mm-hmm. quickly. Whereas for us, we have so many states, which we're all under the same United States, but like it's very different in Oregon than it is in like San Diego, than it is in Manhattan, than it is in Austin, Texas, than it is in New Orleans. You know, there's so many different cultures for us, but we don't have many different language barriers and gaps. Whereas you go to Western Europe and they have so much history. And I'm sure that's just been an absolute treat to explore pre-pandemic. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, we've definitely enjoyed it. Um, and again, we traveled all of, all around the States whenever we were still there. And we've even talked about that. We're like, you know, yes, you can experience so many different places and people in the States, but you also speak the same language. Yeah. And I think that is something that we miss a little bit is just like casual conversation with strangers. Like we just don't do that because you just don't know when you can, like, you don't know if they're going to speak English or you don't know if it's rude to ask, or I don't know. I just miss being able to just compliment someone. Even today, even today at the grocery store, I don't really know what was happening, but the woman in front of me, maybe her card was not working or she didn't have as, as much cash on her as she needed. Either way, it was apparent that things were going to have to be put back because she didn't have enough money. And I just wanted to be like, I'll, I'll just get your, cause it, she wasn't homeless. She wasn't anything. It was just like, a, you could tell it was just a circumstance of like, Oh gosh, I don't have what I need. Take yeah. that back. But I, I didn't have the words to say like, don't worry about that. I've got it. I, I bought her toilet paper after the fact, <laughs> but even that I was like, oh, I don't know how to say this, but here's your toilet paper <laughs> because 
it's snowy here in Berlin. I'm like, if she came all the way to the store and got what she needed, like get your toilet paper. But yeah, just not being able to like have those conversations. Sure, absolutely. And and especially so in the beginning, let's talk about the beginning of pandemic because I think it was the same for everybody essentially, but also super different. What was that like what was going through your head? What was going through your husband's head? Like how are you communicating with family at home? What were you dealing with there in Berlin? Yeah, we we did we were thinking like okay, if everything's going to be locked down and we're going to be stuck somewhere, where do we want to be stuck? <laughs> like, should we go back and just stay with family? But then how long is it going to be? Um, and so ultimately we just decided to stay here because it's where we live. It's where our stuff is. We're yeah. cozy at our house. I mean, my husband's been working from home since March. Wow. Um, so yeah, ultimately we just decided to stay, but it was, it was scary because we just didn't know what was going to happen. And we had all kinds of people planning to come out. My best friend was going to come out. Um, our niece was going to come out. Um, my husband, my in-laws were going to come out for three weeks. We were going to go to Italy. We were going to, you know, go to Ireland. Like we had all these plans that were canceled. Um, Cause yeah, our first year here was like, we we're going to travel. And then we felt like, okay, second year here, let's have people come to us. Yeah. And all that got canceled. And um, yeah, so it was pretty scary, I would say. Um, and I don't think that um, our family in the States quite understood why we were so nervous about it, because it was about three, we were about three weeks ahead of everyone. Right. And so when, that. when I was telling them like, yeah, restaurants are closed and bars are closed. They're like, really? Why? Oh, wow. That's crazy. They haven't done anything like that here. And like, uh, it's coming <laughs> again. Let's go get your toilet paper. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's what I, that kind of what made me think about it when you said that. And it's just like, it's so yeah. funny. Cause like you hear this question all the time, right? Like if you were on a deserted Island, you could only bring five, five items. What would you bring? No one thinks to say toilet paper, like, but all yeah. of a sudden a pandemic happened and I don't know what happened to people. Like, it was so funny. Everyone's like, this thing doesn't give you the shits. It's not like that. Like, why is everybody? I said, it's like a big snowstorm. Like, make sure you have your wine and your toilet paper. Yeah, exactly. Oh, man. Yeah. But if you did have to have those essentials, you know, if you're, you had your top five essentials, what would they be? What would Stevie's top five essentials be? Am I, this is, I'm on a deserted island or I'm trapped in my Berlin apartment? Maybe we're just trapped in our, like back pandemic, like beginning of pandemic, you didn't know what it was going to be, but like if you could go back in time and tell Stevie, like you need these five things before this thing hits. I want to take a quick moment to share with you my new, fun, exciting little project I have going on for my nails and that is Dashing Diva Nails. I don't know if anyone's seen me post about this on my Instagram. I've chatted about a little bit on the podcast but these nails are amazing. Like also I was never a big fan of stick-on nails when I was younger. I would always like bite them off and everything like that but during pandemic, I wasn't really able to get my nails done. So I found myself going back to polish. And with polish, for me, it just constantly chipped. And it was so annoying. And even though I didn't really have much to do during the day during pandemic and during quarantine, I still didn't want to paint my nails every day. 
I am loving Dashing Diva nails and I have to tell you about them. They're just little stickers basically for your fingers. You take a little alcohol swab, you wipe down your little finger and then you go ahead and press it on and just file off the excess. They're super easy, they're super fun and also the best part, super affordable. If you would like to test them out, all you have to do is spend $15 and guess what? You're gonna get two packs for that. So if you wanna get some nails for St. Patrick's Day or for Easter or just bright pink like I always do, go ahead and check out Dashing Diva. I am going to drop you a link in the show notes and with that link you are going to get free shipping after you spend $15 so go get yourself two pairs get yourself three pairs or 12 pairs whatever you want check out Dashing Diva be sure to use the link so you can get your free shipping after spending $15 what were my survival things oh my gosh we definitely needed more puzzles. I think we were like going crazy. It was like, we need more things to do in this house. Um, no, let me think. I I do feel like there was quite a bit of wine in the beginning. And ironically enough, I'm not just like a huge beer drinker, but I really wanted Corona beer. And everyone was like, why? You cannot have Corona, corona beer right, right now. now. <laughs> I'm like, why not? Yeah. Um, but I think because it was, um, because it was like mid-March, April, that's when it starts really getting beautiful in Berlin. Like right. the cherry blossoms are out and it's sunny and the sun shines. And it was just like, I want all the things that you do on a patio. So we let's sit on our balcony and drink wine and drink beer. And like, what else can we do that are things that you would do out when right. you're walking around? Um, we cooked a lot at home. It made us definitely like, um, we're going to, we're going to read more. We're going to play our ukuleles. Like what else can we do? (laughs) Like what else, what else can we do to keep ourselves entertained? And we're still on lockdown here. So it's continued and, um, yeah, we're still trying to keep ourselves entertained and not to not go crazy. Absolutely. (laughs) And like within that, I've been speaking about this quite a bit because winter rolls around and I, I have a dog, so no matter what, I have to go on walks. I can enjoy them or I can be angry about them. And I'm one of those people that, like, it's a glass half full situation. Like, how do you want to look at it? And I've had so many people reach out to me lately saying, I'm so glad you suggested taking walks because I don't even think of it as fitness, but it is so helpful. And I was like, that's the only thing that got us all through quarantine, putting the mask on, bundling up or, or wearing your t-shirt and shorts back when it was, you know, summer yeah, and getting out on a walk. And it's like one of the biggest things we get depressed when we don't have vitamin D, when we don't get blood circulation, like our lower back pain, like, don't get me wrong. You can be fully, I can be at my computer all day and do a million different things. I'm not just like jerking off in front of the computer. You know what I mean? Like I'm not doing nothing in front of the computer. I'm not, so I can get sucked in, trust me, but like, it's so bad for your back. It's good to just like get up and take a break. So have you been able to do anything like that other than your yoga practice itself? Yeah, we, we live by a really nice park and we definitely go to the park a lot. Um, we definitely get out, we go walking, um, we bought bikes in the summer because finally we were, well, finally we were like, I would like to go further than my feet can take me. Mm -hmm. So we're going to need bicycles at least. 
Um, so we have bikes, um, but yeah, definitely we try to get out, but there, there are days that I'm like, did I go outside today? I don't think I went outside today Mm -hmm. because we don't have pets. So we don't have to go outside and I'm like, Oh, I have to get out. But when it's cold and rainy and yucky, um, I mean, I walk to the grocery store twice a week. So there's that (laughs) my big outing for the week. Right. But Um, we all have them. Yeah. It's definitely been just very different. Like you said, it is, it's very different, but yeah, definitely. Um, the yoga helps for sure. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, do my own practice and helping other people transitioning into that yoga for sure. Cause I mean, I think it's, I think what's really neat about your page, specifically your Instagram page is that it's very geared towards your yoga, like from a beginner Mm -hmm. standpoint to a, Hey, like it may be super intimidating to go take a class. Um, and how did you like navigate since you had time on your hands too, but like navigate and transition. And if you could give advice to anyone that's trying to transition their Instagram to their niche, if you want to put it that way, what advice would you have to give them about, you know, turning a new leaf? Cause I do feel everything you have is very unique to you. Okay. Um, I, yeah, I guess what I realized was how many people would love to go to a yoga class, but they are just, they're too nervous. They're too, they're like, I can't go. Uh, everyone there is going to be super tiny and super flexible. And I, I don't look like them and I don't know what I'm doing and I don't want to look dumb. And it's sure. just, they know it's good for them, but they are way too intimidated or self-conscious to go. And I just thought that's, that's who I want to help. I want, um, yeah, like I have friends that I would try to get to go, go to yoga and they're like, uh, I don't, I don't know. That's really for me. Um, and it's like, yeah, but it could be, and they know that it could be. And so this is by, by trying to like offer something to that, um, clientele of someone who, who thinks that way, um, is just where I kind of found myself and, I guess the pandemic obviously has made online yoga a little more mainstream now, like sure. everyone, everyone does everything online. So now it's not so weird to say that you take online yoga classes. Um, but yeah, that's what I do now. And I teach like private sessions for women. Some of them, we just do one-on-one, but then some they'll do like a little group class, like mm-hmm. little small group classes or whatever. Um, but yeah, I just tried to think, like of my mom, like what would my mom go to a yoga class with me? Probably not because she would feel like she's going to look dumb or something, you know, sure. would your or her best friend or, um, I don't know. Well, it just depends on the level that you go to too. Sometimes it's like, it's kind of vague at some studios because they just do what they Absolutely. can to stay open. And yeah, um, I love asking this question and everybody's different. So there's, I, there's no right or wrong. But when it okay. comes to teaching, are you a planner or are you a in the moment riff kind of teacher? Abs- I'm absolutely a planner. Okay. It's so I'm interesting always hearing everyone. Yeah. So for me, sometimes I, I go into a class and I'm like, okay, great. I have this like extreme advanced person and this person that's like doesn't really know all of the um, 
all the lingo and you took one of my classes where it was kind of that scenario and I was like okay like I want to pertain to Stevie as much as I can but I also know that I have someone in here that's like like you said like a mom and she was and she's fabulous and her daughter started that whole program so it's it's really interesting I immediately was like well I'm riffing today here I go (laughs) oh nice yeah I I usually have a plan but then obviously if it's a group class like that you don't know who's going to show up Mm -hmm. then you do have to be a little more flexible um what it it works for me now because um my private clients I know who I'm doing like I know who I'm going to be meeting with know um what what will work for them and even with my small group classes I usually like I know who's going to be there so I can even still plan to that exactly but yeah I'm not very I don't feel like I'm uh I'm, I'm way too much of a planner. I say I'm a spontaneous planner. <laughs> sure. Every, like I keep a calendar. I have all my things. I know what I'm doing when I have free time. I'm down for whatever. So that's why I'm a spontaneous planner. Exactly. Um, <laughs> but no, as far as, as far as my classes, I definitely liked there to be some kind of structure and I can definitely do like modifications. Like you said, if you have someone who's a little bit more advanced and someone who's not, then you can just always say, you want an extra challenge? Yes. Maybe, maybe do this. Just let's all try it. If we all fall over, it's okay. Exactly. Um, And then you can kind of make it fun. And then I think that that makes it more where they feel connected to. Right. And I think that like, that's definitely something that I love. I'll, I always like to like share some type of intention, whether it's like alignment or acceptance or grounding, you know, something that's broad enough that I can go in any direction and I do I am like very big on quotes if you get my newsletter like I always like to have like a quote in there I always love a good quote whether it's something that a guest has said or something that I just speaks to me I do think that some of those are are really inspirational so if you had to like say what your favorite style is other than teaching you know instructing someone who's new to yoga which is also a total challenge in itself what would you say is your favorite type of class to teach versus the favorite type of class to take? All right. To take, I like, I, to take, I I do like a class that will challenge me a little bit. I I do like that. Um, I like really interesting creative sequencing just because Mm -hmm. it's fun and different and um, stuff like that. As far as uh, wait so what's the question what do I like to take Take, what do I like to teach and what's your favorite to teach maybe it's the same and maybe it's different yeah no so to take I do like fun creative sequencing that kind of challenges myself a little bit um to teach I really like um and maybe this is common I don't know I really like when there is um this just this really nice gentle warm-up I love when a teacher has the intention setting that one has a quote has something to think about that just kind of like gets you out of your own head for a minute mm-hmm. and then go through just really nice a really nice flow and then at the end when we're winding down like remind me of my intention again because I've likely already forgot, forgot it. but yeah. I all I always love when they're like and go back uh-huh. <laughs> go back let's Making let's remember what we yeah <laughs> yes let's connect this and let's take some breath and think about what we're doing here and why you showed up today and all of that so um I think I like to teach that way I definitely like to take classes that way but I probably take more 
um, creative sequencing classes than I teach as much. Um, just because I mean, of with my, yeah. just because of my clientele, exactly. Absolutely. But I do love when my clients get something and I'm like, okay, cool. I'm glad that we've got this because now we can add on to that. And they're like, Ooh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And then you get to see them light up in their eyes. I think that's different, definitely different with what I've learned with privates. Cause in a class, like I would never speak in a class, like I breathe heavily and I never care if anybody thinks that it's too much. I definitely love to use my breath. I've always been like a dancer that uses my breath, but when it comes to teaching privates, you do have your students, they, they, they talk to you sometimes and you're like, okay, like, I mean, it is what it is. Like, it's just, it can be very different. Yeah, for sure. Group class. Yeah, for sure. But it's nice to see their progress, which that's something that if you like being in a studio and random people come to your class and maybe they come sometimes and maybe they, you haven't seen them in a couple of weeks or whatever. It, it is nice to just see this, see a couple of the same people all the time and just be like, wow, you're nailing this. Like yeah. you're, you're getting stronger and I can see it and they can feel it. And yeah. Oh, I love it. It's so great. Well, you have some exciting stuff coming up. I know that you have your Valentine's Day gift coming up. How has that been going? Give us a little hint, a little teaser on that. Yeah, so I've just been wanting to make an at-home self-care retreat. Um, I wanted to do something that could be done at your own pace. If you had a whole weekend that you were by yourself, like I get it. Um, Women have children or husbands, partners, whatever. Um, So maybe they don't have a whole weekend, but if they do, or if they're having um, a weekend with their mom or their best yes. friend. I just wanted something in a package that's like, hey, we should do this thing while when you come to visit me or when we're hanging out. And I just wanted it to be everything kind of bundled all together. I wanted it to have like morning yoga. I wanted breakfast suggestions. I love to make my food really pretty. Love that. And so um, I wanted there to be breakfast um, suggestions and some like intention setting journal prompts. And then I wanted to have another little mid-morning class and um, just some mindful activities that you can do throughout the day and just like really have a nice, just everything there that you could go, okay, now what should I do next? Okay, I'm going to do this. I'm going to do this next. Exactly. Like a list, like you were saying, we're always looking for things to do right now because you're still stuck in quarantine. It almost sounds like a perfect gift for you. (laughs) Yeah, absolutely. But yeah. yeah. And then it has evening class and some like reflective journal prompts. It has some like dinner ideas, kind of like a little date, date with yourself or with your girlfriend or whatever that you can do. But I, yeah, I just wanted everything all in one spot with clickable things, make it super easy to have. It's just like accessible. And I am, I was hoping to launch it um, by Valentine's. So I just thought, oh, what fun. That'd be awesome if that worked out. But I, I, it'll be something that I'll have available and I'll make it to where um, at spring break, I'll probably introduce it again and Mother's Day again and just different times that are that um, it could be a nice gift. And then it could even be like a birthday present for your best friend or sure. something like that. Um, but yeah, I just really wanted to do something like that. I love hosting events. Um, I think there's going to be so many great things that are going to happen for you when you can open some doors again out in Berlin. Yeah, yeah. This it really is something that, um, yeah, that I just wanted to have. I just wanted to have it 
bundled and packaged and it could be um, just something that I can share kind of off and on at any time. And even, even when I'm traveling, I thought, wow, like how, how cool that be if I um, am able to travel again, if I want to be, you know, out for two weeks, like my private clients that I can just be like, I'm going to be gone, but you get access to this retreat. Like, and that's what they get to do while I'm gone. Dry skin got you down. Okay, so despite the fact that the snow has stopped, it is still winter. And I don't know about you ladies, but my face gets so freaking dried out. Nothing thrills me more than to wash it, to put on all my serums, and to finish with a really awesome, strong, powerful, rich, and deeply hydrating moisturizer. And let me tell you, I found it. I found it during pandemic, and then I loved it so much I started selling it. And it is the Supreme Cream from Counter Time from Beauty Counter. Beauty Counter is a B corporation. I know I didn't actually know what that meant. You hear it all the time and you don't really know what it means, but a B corporation meets the highest standards of verified social and environmental performance, transparency, and accountability. So when we talk about being clean products, B Corp are the cleanest of clean. So this Supreme Cream really supports the elasticity and visibly firms while minimizing the look of fine lines and wrinkles. We all love that. Trust me, you hit 30, no matter what you do, you're going to start getting those wrinkles and we love to minimize those. So with continued use, wake up more radiant each day and like my skin feels so youthful and I love just putting this moisturizer on. It's thick, it's creamy, it doesn't come out in goop, it's like a nice buttery, creamy wonderfulness in your cute little pink, of course, packaging. So if you're interested in this product, let me know. I have a link in my bio. Again, it is the Countertime line, the Supreme Cream, and it is amazing. Like even when I had my salon, I always wanted to like make it this event, you know, people are coming to get their hair done. It's like, I want there to be coffee and tea. And do you want a snack? Should we order lunch while you're processing, you know, your colors processing? Like it was, I wanted it to be a retreat and I wanted to like these, I wanted to make these women feel good. And so I think um, the transition from like being a hairdresser full time to teaching yoga, it's the same thing. Like I've still want women to feel good in their body, feel good about um, themselves. So same, same hair care, soul care. <laughs> like it's, yeah. You, you just picked the title, title of the episode, episode. Hair, hair care, soul care. care. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, I wanted to ask you this just because it came up today, which is totally fine. I feel your energy is just so booming and beaming every time I hear from you on Instagram. And I know today you had reached out to me, which was like 6 a.m. my time. And you had said, hey, like, listen, I'm not having a great day. And then you had contacted me a little bit later in the day and you said, I'm having a better day now. I wanted to ask you, like, where was the switch? What kind of happened? What did you do for yourself today? Because as in your words, not mine, you said earlier you were having a proper shit day, which I absolutely understood. (laughs) Yeah, proper shit. Yeah, I didn't sleep well last night. I just 
woke up and was just like not feeling it. There again, there's, they're supposed to announce like what the new rules are going to be for the rest of February for lockdown and all this. And it was just like, uh, it's snowing and while that should be so beautiful, it was just like, uh, and it's cold. It's, I think it's, um, bikes under all the snow. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think it's 16 degrees here today. So it was just like, oh my gosh. So yeah, I just wasn't feeling it. And, um, but again, I'm doing, I'm working on this stuff for the retreat and I needed to, I want to have a playlist with each yoga class. Mm-hmm. Right. And I was like, you know what, I'm just going to do my own yoga class and put on some music so I can make tracks that pair well with it. And I was like, okay, this is helping. This is good. This is what I'm hoping happens for other people. But um, so I did a little yoga this morning, had a really nice breakfast. And then I decided like, okay, I'm going to go out. I'm going to go for a walk. How often do I get to walk in the snow? Um, I even made a little reel of my walk because it was just like, this is, this is real snow. Like this is happening. It is February in Berlin. And then going to the store, I bought myself flowers. Mm -hmm. Um, Actually, I bought them for my husband. I should, I didn't say that that was something special today. So not only was I having a bad day, but my husband was having a bad day. And I think we just both could feel it. And I was, when I got to the store, I saw the flowers and I was like, oh, I should get flowers. And I was like, I should get him flowers. I know that's such a traditional, like the boy gets the girl flowers. But I was like, nope, I've been flowers. (laughs) So I got him flowers and some trail mix. That's a really nice guy gift, right? Yeah. And um, yeah, I came came home. So I spent time walking in the snow to the store, got what I needed, picked up flowers came home like I think it did shock him a little bit he was like oh cool I guess <laughs> why like, not and then I'll put them in the vase and we can both enjoy them <laughs> yeah exactly but um but even that and then I I mentioned earlier like even the strange interaction of the lady who like didn't have enough money for a toilet paper like it just felt good to be like I, I don't know what's happening but here is some toilet paper <laughs> that that kind of lifted the mood a little bit and um, yeah, so I think it was just little things that helped kind of pick it up, um, little by little today. So I, sometimes I think you just kind of have to take a step back. Cause even when I'm like, oh, we're in lockdown, it's snowy, it's cold, it's gross. I haven't seen the sunshine in how long I'm literally in, I live abroad in Europe. It's a gorgeous winter wonderland outside. Like I have to change my perception to see that. And I get that you can't always, um, you can't always stay positive. You can't always, you have to like let yourself have the feels when you're like, no, I just want to be irritated about this right now. Yeah. But being able to change your perception a little bit, I think is super duper important. Being, yeah, being able to find it, I think that's that's the beauty. It's kind of what it sounds like to me is I think we make all these goals in the beginning of the year and then you hit February and you're like, I'm still on this journey of trying to complete these goals because they just seem, sometimes they seem so outlandish. So I gave a, I gave a specific episode about like tips on making those goals, but I also think that 
you look at them and it's just like, yes, they're attainable, but they're still seem like so far fetched, but you have to remember that you take the steps to get there. So like you said, you can't just all of a sudden have a proper shit day and be like, well, I'm going to be positive and it's going to be great. It's just having yeah. the open mind. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't work like that. But having the open mind to being able to allow those little things and being open, making space for them to come in. So then that way your day was able to turn around slowly but surely. And hopefully yeah. this closed you out well and you can go enjoy a delicious dinner that you probably yes. have on your list and I'll go have my lunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But um, yeah, definitely. You just have to, you have to kind of take what you can get sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, see, just try to find the little things that are good. I like, and, I, and even when I got home, I was like, I'm going to make a smoothie. It's 16 degrees outside and I'm going to have a smoothie, right? Love you. <laughs> Not, but even that, it was so good. Like mango and spinach, like very like tropical in my winter wonderland. I was like, I don't care. It sounds good to me. Yeah. So, this is what I want. This is what I need. Yeah. Just kind of finding, um, yeah, joy. Little joy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. exactly. So Stevie, where are all the wonderful places we can find you? Pimp yourself out. <laughs> Um, let's see. Yeah. On Instagram. Hey, Stevie Lauren. Um, yeah, most, I mean, mostly that's where I am. Um, I have a Facebook group. It's a small group. Uh, but anyone is welcome to join that too. It's Stevie Lauren wellbeing, but all that stuff is on my website at heystevielauren.com. Um, yeah. So yeah. And, And anyone can always reach out. Hey, Stevie Lauren, I have a question. I need to know. I want to know about your whatever. I love that. Being accessible, I think, is like one of the biggest things and what I've learned with almost every guest that I've met online that's been on the show is that they're like, I respond to every DM. And I was like, that's exactly how I am. You know, it, it's because yeah. I reach out to like some, you know, you reach out to someone that you're like, oh, wow, like there's they're never going to respond back. They've got like six figure followers but I think reaching out to them with a voice memo, reaching out to them, showing them your face and just like being open and honest of why you like them and why you're following them, whether, yeah. you know, they get back to your, I just think it's so great to be able to get back to those people because I would have never had this beautiful interview with you today. I <laughs> never had a couple laughs with you or like learn things from you through like through social media and you are a really fun page to follow with a lot of the different stuff with your highlights and everything as well it's like very educational you're giving a lot of oh, thanks yeah education on yoga within your page so definitely go give stevie a follow oh thanks yeah awesome well enjoy your dinner get a nice glass of wine it sounds like you could use it but i'm really glad that your day's turning around yeah it was much better yeah. <laughs> but yeah so glad we chat it was, it, it was fun Yeah, it was just fun to chat. Exactly. I love it. Well, thank you so much for popping on. Yeah, yeah. Thanks for tuning into today's episode on the luxury of self-care. If you haven't done so already, subscribe to this channel on Apple Podcast or Spotify or whatever platform you're listening on. If you are on Apple Podcast and have a brief moment to leave me a five-star rating and a review, it truly helps me grow the show organically. I love hearing from you. In addition, you can find me and all updates on the show on Instagram at rumor underscore in underscore St. Petersburg. Yep, just like the Universal film Anastasia, 
or like the Facebook page entitled The Luxury of Self-Care. If you would like to support this show, do not hesitate to reach out. Your small donation really helps me keep up the sustainability of each episode and all the marketing that goes into this show. Lastly, I just wanted to thank you so much for all of your love and all of your support. And as always, for tuning in.